Hello and welcome to Love Yourself Back to Life. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today it's episode number 34, How Far Are You Willing to Go? You dream of living a successful life, yet you feel emotionally empty. You know something is missing, but you don't know what it is. What if the answer is already within your reach? In each episode, I will help you see life through new lenses, shining a spotlight on your inner world and eliciting awareness and wisdom. My mission is to release what's blocking the flow of your success, to awaken your full potential, and to show you how to love yourself back to life. Let's imagine there's 100 people in a room. All of them are invited to work with a mentor that is willing to teach every step of the way how to achieve anything you desire, either wealth, love, or happiness. What will happen is, right off the bat, there is going to be 20% that will have excusitis. They will not believe this is true or possible. And this happens when someone prefers holding on to the story. Oftentimes the story serves as a disguised purpose. Let's say you are shy and you don't like to go out and mix with people, so you may have chronic pain and you use it as an excuse to turn down any invitations. Now, I am aware that this situation can go deeper than that. There might be past trauma or something that happened a long time ago. You may not even remember it. Your unconscious does, though. At the core, there might be lack of self-worth or not believing you are worthy of receiving. Of the 80% remaining, 20%, meaning like 16 people, will make an initial attempt to learn and apply the information for about, let's say, two weeks, and then decide, "Mm, I don't think this is the right timing for me, or it's too big of a commitment right now, and that's it. They will not pursue what they started. Oftentimes, changes for these people is too much trouble. It feels simply better to revert back to their old way of thinking and acting. I am bringing this up because This was me a few years ago. And I'm saying this because sometimes we see it as um, giving up, but it's okay to step back and assess. So there are times where you do want to get better at something or really wish to have happiness. But right this moment, there is something bigger that you cannot let go of. So you're putting your hope or your your future aspiration on hold. It doesn't mean that because you're putting it on hold that it's over. And that's the good thing. However, there are people, the 16 of them, that might say, that's it, I'm done, I'm not going to pursue this further. I simply hope that that's not you if you want to be happy in life. Going back with some statistic, of the 64 people who remain, half of them, which is 32 people, will give up halfway through the program or earlier. They will stick for about three to six months. These people really want to succeed, except they lack commitment. Soon as it gets challenging, they will get distracted. I see this a lot in multi-level marketing, where someone will join in, expecting to make more money than when they were uh, having a regular job, only to find that to obtain the result, they need to work 
60 hours a week, including weekends. After six months, when they don't see the results, they start something else new or they go back to what's familiar. Trying something new is never easy. And I remember when I started networking, there were times I had to get up at four in the morning to make it on time to the event. Sometimes I had to take the plane, make hotel and car rental arrangement. I had my fears, like, will I find the address? Will I get there on time? I persevered. What I noticed was that every small win was a stepping stone to a bigger milestone. And when you go through this, it feels like you're actually going through the eye of a needle, seriously. But when you come out on the other side, you then start feeling that there's big possibility because you already done it and you become more and more resilient with time. Now, if I continue the statistic of the 32 people remaining, 90% of them, which is now with 29 of them, will eventually fail or give up in the sense that they will stop here because they decided to do it their own way or need to arrive in the dead end or they ran out of money or patience. This is my current situation except that I haven't given up. And for the record, the word giving up is not in my vocabulary, nor is failure. However, it is true that I want to do it my way. What I've learned is that I'm the better judge to decide what is the best next step. The truth is I keep finding creative ways to get around dead ends and find ways to find the money. What I have to be very careful is letting fear take the better of me. The 29 people who quit at this stage is because of fear. Some people will admit their fears, others will blame someone else for their lack of results. Some people may need to take a break and reevaluate again or realize that they need more training. I was there two years ago. I started the skincare, got myself into a dead end, or it felt like it. And then I stumbled upon emotional intelligence, which gave creation of this podcast on happiness. And through that, I found my way again into the skincare. I'm sharing this because I want you to know that, like I said before on a different episode, it's never, life does not go in straight lines. We have to be willing to experiment and move around and, and assess as needed. Every situation is different. Something may happen in your life that creates a setback. It doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means that you are just taking a deep breath and letting the big storm go through and then you catch your breath again and then you move on. It's really important that you know that it's okay to step back and assess. I call this the slingshot effect. It's like when you pull back on a slingshot, you also have the ability to pivot around. You don't have to propel yourself forward in that same place where you were going before. You can change angles. You can change um, the avenue or the channel of distribution or, or something. Or if it's about happiness, you may uh, decide to have a different approach when you're looking for happiness in, in your relationship. You may want to adjust 
your behavior, how you come across with whoever is in your life. There's many, many ways to make things happen. We're not limited to just one way. And this is sometimes what I found very interesting on social media is they tell you, here's the five steps to achieving wealth or the five steps to find the best boyfriend. The thing is, their step is not your steps because they're not in your life and everybody's unique. It can be a guide, it can give you something, but it's never going to match 100% because nobody is ever in the same space at the same time with the same situation. So be willing to accept that things don't always happen when we want it to happen, but it will come. I will always remember when my son's second grade teacher said, because I was getting frustrated, my son was struggling in school, and of course at the time, I felt like I had this parent pressure where my son had to be an A student right off the bat. And so I felt like I was not a good mother. And she looked at me and she said, you know, we all have a gift. We just don't open it at the same time. And I love that she said that because it changed my perspective from that point on with my son. And she was right because even myself, when I was seven years old, I did not know what my gift was. So it goes to show that life is a journey and the important is to make the best of it as you evolve. So all that said, going back to that original 100 people, only three will make it through the finish line. I wish there would be more. And through this episode, this is kind of my aim to bring new information or ways that you can see things from a different angle. So far, what I can share is this. I've learned that either emotional or financial freedom is the same as building a deep relationship with someone. And what I mean by that is that you don't know if that person or the deal you're working on will work. You've got to invest time and energy to figure it out. Of course, you will do a little at a time and you will see how things evolve. After all, it's not everything that is on your control, and you cannot control other people's behavior. What you can control, though, is your thoughts. And this is where everything starts, in your mind. And gradually, you assess if the relationship is worth investing a bit more of your time. You get aroused by the idea, and you find creative ways to connect. Emotional freedom starts with the belief in your mind that you will be okay when you let go of the thing that you're clinging on to. Financial freedom comes when you feel free as well. It is natural to want what we don't have. This is what motivates us to do something. However, when we experience separation from our future desires, our mind starts playing game with us causing our body to react. If not control, or if you're not aware of why you are getting these chemical reactions, fear and doubt will set in. It is so easy to create drama in your mind, especially when money is at stake. After all, who can live comfortably without money for an indefinite period of time? What works for me is meditation. 
It's my way to calm my nerves. Notice how many will turn to medication or alcohol to calm their nerves. I'm not here to judge. I'm simply sharing what I have observed and what works for me. I know what I'm saying sounds weird in the sense that you may think that in a time where money is non-existent, the last thing you would feel comfortable doing is stop and breathe while listening to relaxing music. And yet, this is precisely what I do. This is why so many people don't make it this far. For the longest time, I thought something outside of me needed to come my way to improve my situation. I've learned via meditation that all I need is already within me, in me. I just need to activate it. This is why I choose to surround myself with the feeling of love and abundance. Following the law of manifestation, I know I will attract more of how I choose to feel. And this is why it's so important to be aware of your thoughts. I know what I'm sharing here is easier said than done. My advice is for you to take one small step even if today all you do is get an idea. My aim is to open your mind to new possibilities, to let you know that whatever your challenges are, sometimes just having the thought that it's not what it seems to be, that nothing is really over, can help you cope with the situation you are in in that moment. Thinking that way helped me a great deal for the past two years. In conclusion, just remember, you cannot fail if you don't quit. And this is why it's so important to do something you love doing and to serve the people you love. Passion, love and faith are the only thing that will sustain your dream when you don't see the immediate results. I hope this episode inspires you in taking action towards your future. And I sincerely thank you for listening. If you feel this information could help a friend, please share it. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out at ask at nadiafleury.com.